So, to the best and worst movies of 2022. Let's start with a bad one, shall we? We'll work from 12 all the way up to the very worst of the year. Five, four, three, two, one. This is Movies First with Alex First. First up, Liam Neeson's action thriller Backlight. Girl at the Window, the Australian horror thriller with Rada Mitchell. That's 12 and 11 respectively. Number 10, the adventure drama horror set in South Africa with Edris Elba and Charlto Copley called Beast. Murder Party, that's a really silly French mystery comedy. Black Adam, gee, superhero movies, I think they've seen their day. We, we need to get back to things like Iron Man. But anyway, Black Adam, Dwayne Johnson, nah, did not work. Nope, the name says it all. Jordan Peele's horror sci-fi with Daniel Kaluuya. Like him as an actor, didn't like this movie. After Ever Happy, a teen melodramatic romance with Josephine Langford and Hero Finds Tiffin. Alex Garland's mysterious, dramatic fantasy sci-fi horror, yeah, a bit of everything in there, starring Jesse Buckley, called Men. Now, we get to the very worst of the worst, the four really bad ones. Off the Rails, which I gave a 2 out of 10 to, a supposed comedy featuring three 50-something women travelling together in Europe. Sadly, it was Kelly Preston's last movie. Off the Rails, number four. Book of Love, anything to love? No, absolutely not. Appalling comedic romance in which a couple of writers are thrown together on a book tour in Mexico. Sam Claflin is in this movie. The Northman, well, well, an action drama from Robert Eggers about a young Viking prince out to avenge his father's murder. Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Klaus Bang. That was my second worst movie of the year, also received a 2 out of 10. Now, by far the worst. This is a movie that should never have been made. Nothing against the Foo Fighters. As a group, terrific. And Dave Grohl's reasonable in Studio 666. The rest of the movie, oh my golly. Totally unworthy comedic horror. Studio 666, worst film of 2022. Now, let's get to the, what well, I'll call them underbubblers. These are uh, below the top 10, but really, really worthy. Most of them are getting sort of 8 out of 10 mark. So that's a really, really good score. Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Ostlund's comedic drama about the haves and have-nots, just been released at the end of 2022. Quo Vadis Aida, Bosnian historic war drama. House of Gucci, Ridley Scott directs this sordid crime drama. Operation Mincemeat, Colin Firth, he's at the helm of a World War II drama. Moon Age Daydream, music documentary about David Bowie. The Conference, historic war drama involving a meeting of high-ranking Nazi officials plotting what was known as the Final Solution. Hit the Road, a whimsical family drama by Panna Panahi making his feature film debut. Very interested to see what he does next. Armageddon Time. It started with the Jewish Film Festival. It opened that festival and then it was released publicly. Coming of Age Story with Anne Hathaway, Jeremy Strong and Anthony Hopkins. Very good movie. Bones and All, 
a dramatic horror romance road trip with Mark Rylance. Does he ever make a bad film? He features in many of the best films of 2022, Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell. Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, a follow-up to Knives Out, released in cinemas for a short time, comic crime drama with Daniel Craig. I'm Juanita. Here's a documentary about an Australian country singer with autism. Spencer, Kristen Stewart, she impressed as Lady Diana, struggling with mental health problems. Preparations to be together for an untold period of time. Unusual dramatic romance. Fresh. What a wild ride that was. Twisted tale of depravity, comedy, horror, thriller. Bergman Island, nominated for the Palm Door at Cannes. The dramatic romance features a couple of people, Vicky Cripps and Tim Roth. There's also Mia Wasikowska, who has just put out a new movie for 2023. The Souvenir Part 2, Tilda Swinton and her daughter, Honor Swinton Byrne, feature in a dramatic romance. Nobody has to know. A lie underpins this international film festival winner. After Yang, Colin Farrell. Well, he is also in another of the best movies for 2022. He stars in what is a dramatic sci-fi. The Good Boss, a comedy drama with Javier Bardem. X, an R-rated horror mystery thriller. Downton Abbey, A New Era. Looks really, really good. Second spin-off from the television series. Little Tornadoes, historic Australian drama set in 1971. Minions, The Rise of Gru, the animated comedy adventure with Steve Carell. Elvis, Baz Luhrmann's biography featuring Tom Hanks, Austin Butler and Olivia de Jong about the great man who swivelled his hips. Compartment number six, a dramatic romance set in the Arctic Circle. I mentioned Mark Rylance a few moments ago. The Phantom of the Open. What a delightful comedic drama that was. The Forgiven, a drama set in Morocco with Jessica Chastain and Rafe Fiennes. These are all the underbubblers, under the top ten. Employee of the Month, a wacky French comedy. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, feel-good charmer with Leslie Manville and Isabel Huppert. Smile, psychological horror from a debut writer and director called Parker Finn. Another Mark Rylance movie, The Outfit, period crime drama also starring Zoe Deutsch. And The Stranger grim Australian drama with Joel Edgerton and Sean Harris, the latter particularly menacing. Now, we get to Clean, an Australian documentary about the life of a trauma cleaner called Sandra Pankhurst. Movies First with Alex First. And finally, we have made the top 10, counting backwards from 10 to 1 towards the best movie of 2022. The Quiet Girl, slow burn Irish drama, gave that one an 8 to 8.5 out of 10. Come on, come on, 8.5 for Mike Mills' drama featuring Joaquin Phoenix. Happening, also an 8.5 for the historic French drama about abortion. Lost Illusions, started, opened the French film festival, dramatic historic romance with Cécile de France. Petite Maman, Beautiful film about childhood loss and memories focusing on an eight-year-old girl's relationship with her mother. A hero, Asghar Fahadi's Iranian drama about a debt. That's also an eight and a half out of ten. Recently released on Boxing Day in 2022, The Banshees of Inner Sharon, comedic drama from Martin McDonough about the abrupt end to a friendship. Then we reach the 
Pinnacle, the top three. Avatar, The Way of Water, eight and a half to nine out of ten. James Cameron's action-adventure fantasy franchise continues, and we go from the forest to the water, hence the title. And there's three more to come in the Avatar series. Number two, just entertaining. Tom Cruise's action drama sequel, 36 years on, Top Gun Maverick. Also, eight and a half to nine out of ten, just pure entertainment value, and if anything, even better than the original. Number one, drum roll here, absolutely, Drive My Car. Nine out of ten, Japanese movie that won the Oscar for the best international feature film. It's one that you need to stick with. Slow burn film, it's 179 minutes in duration. The performances are spectacular as we learn more about each of the central players the longer that the film progresses. There's an inherent sadness in the two central players, the detail of which comes out in the third act. And the actors portraying those roles are largely poker-faced throughout, but that doesn't make their revelations any less shattering. Love the characterizations of two of the younger women. There's a determination, there's an authenticity in their performances. It's a heartfelt confessional, Drive My Car, all the better for being unlike any other film that I've seen. It's got layers, it's got depth, the likes of which few pictures can emulate. It is one suited to film purists, but it's a truly spectacular piece of movie making. That is it, my movie of 2022, Drive My Car. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Available at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio or your favourite podcast player. You can also stream on demand at Bytes.com. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.